When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony Jeff Bezos says people will live in space stations one day. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Slow down, okay? I'm just getting comfortable coming to the studio once in a while. Oh, that's good. I'm not going to any space stations. Don't you the same space station garbage was out there when the Jetsons were on as a cartoon? Yeah. And people said, oh, by the 2000s, which we're 25 years into right now, yeah. by the 2000s, we're going to have jetpacks. Is nonsense. Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't the Jetsons? Wasn't that a cartoon show? Yeah, but you, Did you sort of take that for the Bible. It, it was, was a predictive. The Jetsons. Okay. Really? Uh, Elroy? I don't know. You know, uh, I'm not certain about that. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Today's episode: The Dodgers land a starter. Texas's backup quarterback opts out of the playoff and into the portal. And Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the fallout from last night's Thursday night debacle. The Raiders were up 21-0 in the first quarter, 42-0 at the half. The final score was Raiders 63, Chargers 21, and today the Chargers fired coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco. Wilbon, were the firings justified, and where do the Chargers go from here? I have no idea where the Chargers go from here, but the firings are, of course, justified, and particularly Brandon Staley. I'm not going to sit here and say I know so much about the roster of the Chargers that the GM had to be fired now. But the coach could have fired a year ago, especially after, and if not a year ago, then some months ago, after just blowing an enormous playoff lead. What was it, 27-0? And not to mention, Tony, just the strange, bizarre decisions made week after week. Like every couple of weeks, you would just sit there and watch the Chargers and go, what is Brandon Staley doing what is he thinking? And his players had to be thinking that. And at some point, if you don't win an inordinate number of games, all right, putting those decisions to good use, your locker room, you lose it. We've seen this happen over the years. Your locker room just says, no, 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 no. This doesn't make any sense to us. And you have to make sense to the players or ultimately yeah. you go home. And that is fitting in this case. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think that they could have waited till the end of the season. They're a 5-9 and nine team. They're not turning it around. They're not going anywhere, especially without Justin Herbert. But in terms of whether the firings are justified, sure. You just gave up 63 points in a nationally televised game to a team that scored None, no points nothing. last week. No points. All right, so that, that alone could get rid of you. I believe the Chargers are 1-5 in their last six. I believe that they are 0-5 in games decided, let me see, by three points or less. I will say that, I'll put it this one caveat, that when Miami rolled up 70 on Denver earlier this year, nobody said to fire Sean Payton, but he's won a Super Bowl. Brandon Staley he in his no third year hasn't, cushion. No. He hasn't won anything. No, no, he hasn't won anything. No, no, so no, no Tony, so, so you know, and I, wouldn't, I, I certainly wouldn't compare him 
uh, with Sean Payton in any way, shape, or form. And I know there are young coaches out there, and maybe Brandon Staley is one of them, that needs a second chance somewhere else, right? And may come through that time, may learn enough now. But I tell you what, when you have to move on from this quarterback and some talented players, I don't know. Yeah, okay, this is why the job is desirable. Because Justin Herbert, when his finger heals, is a very good quarterback. Okay, that's number one. It's in Los Angeles. That's number two. You don't have to worry about the fan base because there is no fan base. (laughs) So if somebody wanted to make a phone call to Bill Belichick to find out if he was interested, I think that's a reasonable phone call, although the Chargers usually hire assistants for cheap. I'm not. Bill Belichick is not even. No, he's not getting any phone call from me other than congratulations on your career. That would be all. Your phone call is not what he's holding on for. Would not be coming from me. Let's move to baseball. Just days after signing Shohei Otani, the Dodgers traded for Rays starter Tyler Glasnow and are finalizing the extension with him. Glasnow has been terrific when healthy, but he's often injured. Tony, what does it tell you that the Dodgers are following up the Otani signing with this Glasnow deal? It tells me that they realize that Shohei Otani is not going to pitch this year, and they need pitching. So they'll go after this guy who, yes, has hurt a lot. All the Dodgers pitchers are hurt a lot. Yeah, they are. But Glasnow, when he's not hurt, he was 10-7 and with Tampa this year with a 3-5-3 ERA. He had, Mike, 160 strikeouts and 120 innings, which is an enormous figure. He doesn't qualify for what I'm going to talk about right now because he doesn't have enough innings in. Yeah. But his strikeout to nine ratio of 11.5 would be the number one in the history of baseball. And, Mike, when he was healthy before the Tommy John at Tampa Bay in 2019, 2020, and 2021, he was 16-4. and Like the Dodgers need to have pitching. They are waiting for pitches. They get glass now. This is what Otani said. Take some of my money back and build a team. They get glass now. They wait for Walker Bueller. They wait for Gonsolin and May. Maybe, who knows, with both of them. They wait to see if Kershaw will stay there and if he will be back next summer. Because, Mike, they've got hitting. They need pitching. And Otani's part of that problem because he can't pitch. The Clippers are still waiting on Paul George. You know, I mean, the health of athletes, even great ones, is everything. Every NBA conversation starts, well, if so-and-so's healthy, well, you can do that with pitchers too. And the Dodgers didn't have any of that pitching last year, which is why it was the worst Dodgers starting staff since they moved to L.A. in probably the last few years of Brooklyn too. So Glasnow is all that. The problem is only only threw 120 innings. Uh, You know, the great, great, great pitchers of our lives have done that in about three months. So I hesitate to pronounce anything when you're tying it to pitching and health and the Dodgers. No one can argue with that. If the pitchers come back, it's different, but you don't know. The University of Texas's second-string quarterback, Malik Murphy, has entered the transfer portal. This means he is ineligible to play for Texas in their playoff game against Washington. Murphy says he hates having done this, but he's looking out for his future, which he doesn't think is at Texas because Quinn Ewers is said to be coming back. So this makes Arch Manning the backup quarterback. Well, Bob, is Murphy making the right decision to enter the portal and just punt on the playoffs? I certainly don't think it's the wrong decision. Not at all. I mean, the portal is the way of life. The, the, the portal's more important than almost anything if you're not playing. And he's not playing right now. And, oh, wait, 
the guy who's the backup now is Arch Manning? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. And, and I, I hate the, the culture of bailout that seems to be pervasive now in sports, particularly Division I, you know, football and basketball, you know, if we, if we just zero in on them. And I started thinking, Tony, when I was reading about this story, if I was this kid's dad, what, what, what would I want? If you thought, okay, my kid can go to 70 other Power 5 schools and probably play, okay, yeah. 50, maybe he should go on the portal now waiting for a bowl game? Well, you're the number two or maybe even the number three guy, and you know these two are coming back? No, going to the portal, I am not about to be at all critical of him going to the portal. Yeah, I'm going to assume that he assumed that if he didn't get in the portal now, that the choice jobs at the choice schools might be taken. Yes. Although my sense of this is there are no rules anymore in college football, so he could have made a couple of phone calls and said, you know, after the playoffs, I'm with you. But maybe he didn't do that. I don't blame him either. He wants to play, and he's not going to play at Texas. But, Mike, in the college football playoffs in the last few years, there have been an incident or two of a guy getting hurt or a guy getting benched and a star was born. Cardale Jones, Ohio State, won a national championship because somebody got hurt. Tua Tungavailoa, Alabama, won a national championship because somebody got benched. You know, I'm, I'm old, Mike. I'd, I'd like to think that I would stay at a school if we were competing for the national championship. Yeah. Not that I'd want viewers to get hurt, but I'd, I'd want to be ready for that. Here's what I hope he has thought of. If viewers gets hurt and Manning comes in and wins a national title, he says to himself, what am I doing in a portal? What am I doing here? I could have been the guy. Tony, but here, Tony, how about this? There's a guy named Burrow who transferred, did okay at LSU, didn't he? Did great. Had the greatest year ever. Uh, yeah. Had the greatest year ever in college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't blame the kid, but you got to consider all of it. Let's take a break. Coming up, the Broncos and Lions play tomorrow. Which team is easier to believe in right now? We're going to ask Booger McFarland. We'll also ask them whether the Bills have the edge over the Cowboys when they meet on Sunday. Let's see. Alabama had a guy transfer to Oklahoma. That worked okay, too, didn't it? Yes, it did. Uh, but know, the transfer portal is the shiny new toy, Mike. Yes. It's the shiny yes, new toy. Yes, it is. Combined with NIL. It's Pardon cool. the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. We've got three NFL games tomorrow, 11 more on Sunday. To help us sort through the biggest ones, we bring in our great friend, ESPN NFL and college football analyst, Booger McFarlane, wearing a Ritz-Carlton course shirt from Orlando today. Let's start with this. Saturday afternoon, the Steelers and the Colts, both teams are 7-6, and six, fighting for a wild card. But the Steelers just lost to two 3-10 teams, the Cardinals and the Patriots. Do you have any reason, Booger, to believe that the Steelers will play better in this particular game? Uh, yeah, I mean, the only reason is Mike Tomlin, because you know what type of coach he is, and you know that he can figure out how to command that locker room and get those guys back rolling. Defensively, T.J. Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, you would think that their defense would come out and set the tone. But other than that, I really don't have a reason. There's some infighting going on in the locker room. There seems to be a, a, a lack of cohesiveness on this team, unlike any other we've ever seen from the Pittsburgh Steelers. So aside from Mike Tomlin and his greatness and T.J. Watt and his greatness, there really isn't a lot to lean on in Pittsburgh. The quarterback is hurt. The offense is still in shambles. They tried to blame it on Matt Canada. They fired him. Oh, guess what? The offense is still in shambles after <laughs> Matt Canada. So I'm really not sure what they're going to do. Hopefully a Hall of Fame coach and Mike Tomlin can help figure it out. Tony mentioned some games on Saturday, Booker. So let's go to one of those, the Broncos, who've won six of seven, while the Lions have lost two of three. I mean, Dan Campbell used to play for Sean Payton and coach for him, and he says that Payton will try to embarrass the Lions, given which way each of those teams is going. Who do you have more faith in right now? It's got to be the hottest team, right, the Broncos. You know, you know, Dan Campbell said after the game that he knew what the problem was. He needed to become more irritable. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily going to get your quarterback to stop throwing interceptions. <laughs> Whatever irritable means, he's, he's got to get, get it figured out from a defensive standpoint. They can't cover on the back end. The pass rush is not getting there. And Jared Goff is starting to kind of revert back to the Jared Goff we used to know, and that's not good. Meanwhile, on the other side, Russell Wilson and Sean Payton have kind of figured it out. You know, we thought that this match wasn't going to work, but you have a coach who's a Super Bowl winning coach in Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winning quarterback in Russell Wilson. That once the lines of communication have come together, you've seen this team start to play better. So even though Detroit may be the end team right now and Denver started off one in five, I'm going to go with the Broncos as far as me having more faith in them. Well, this, this, this next question deals with two teams, neither one of which is the end team right now, even though one of them is a defending champ. Early Sunday, the Chiefs visit the Patriots. Now, Tony is drinking the Kool-Aid and then some on the Chiefs, no matter what they do, me a little less. So how does the narrative go, Booger, around these teams if the Patriots somehow beat the Chiefs? Well, it's going to be big on both sides because if the Patriots win, then maybe everybody will stop calling for Bill Belichick's job. you got reports out there right now that Mr. Kraft has already made a decision, so a win will calm that. If the Chiefs lose this game, Mike, all hell is going to break loose because we're going to start blaming Taylor Swift. We're going to start blaming Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Kadarius Toney, and Andy Reid's eating too many cheeseburgers. Like, we will come up with every reason under the sun except, guess what? 
I don't think the Chiefs are as good as we're used to them being in the past. And I think that's what has our mind kind of confused is because we're used to this offense scoring 25, 30 points a game with Tyreek Hill and Juju Smith-Schuster and Sammy Watkins. They're not that team anymore. And I think the further they get away from that, the further we're going to realize that this team is a very flawed team. And if their defense doesn't carry it away, the offense just isn't the same. I would be amazed if the Chiefs lost that one. See, that I one. told I mean, you, it's not like, that Kool-Aid. You got well, that Kool-Aid. no, New England, New England is hardly a juggernaut <laughs> at this point. Let's not go nuts. Get you out of here on this book. Sunday night, the 7-6 and six Buffalo Bills are actually a slight favorite over the 10-3 and three Dallas Cowboys. Is that how you see Cowboys. this game? Well, first of all, let me pull out my phone and check the weather out. It's going to be 44 degrees and raining. Last time I checked, the Cowboys are a dome team. And they are going up to Buffalo. It's going to be 44 and raining and cold outside. So I can understand why Buffalo is a favorite. Also, Buffalo's desperate. They can't lose anymore. They back themselves in a corner right now. And so when you add the weather and you add the desperation of the Buffalo Bills, even though on paper, guys, the Dallas Cowboys might be the second best team in the NFL behind the 49ers, I'm going to lean toward the Buffalo Bills also. Because being a guy from the South, you guys know my rule. I don't like any weather where the number, the first number is not a five, and the first number is a four in Buffalo. Boog don't do that. <laughs> He's Thank not even on always, the golf Booger. course. Boog, are you going to the golf Thank course you, in the 40s? Probably not. If there's no wind. Well, here's the thing, there. Mike. If you, go, if you go to the golf course, I can put on a nice cardigan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Boog. Thank you. Appreciate it. Later, fellas. Let's take one last break. Still to come, bad news for Max Scherzer and the champs. What? What? Daryl Morey and James Harden both have things to celebrate, just not together. That's inconceivable. i just tell you this. 44 and rainy is not great, but it could be 24 and snowing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 51st birthday, Rodney Harrison. We see Harrison on Sunday nights on the football field with Tony Dungy and Chris Collinsworth's son, Jack, before the Sunday night game. But where we first saw Harrison was when he was a safety in the NFL, first with the San Diego Chargers and then with the New England Patriots. Chargers drafted Harrison in the fifth round in 1994 out of Western Illinois. Harrison made two Pro Bowls with the Chargers, but they released him in 2003. The Patriots signed him, and Harrison was first-team All-Pro that season. 
that was the first of two consecutive Super Bowl winning teams Harrison played on in New England. He played 15 seasons all told, and now he's got the best seat in the house. He does. Chicago's own Tony, Marion Catholic High School, which is one of my people, Catholic League in Chicago. And Rodney Harrison is a legit tough guy. You know, a lot of people now can be in TV and be in other places and act like they're tough. Rodney Harrison was tough, played the position tough. And I like listening to him every Sunday night. Not so happy anniversary. Shea Gilgis Alexander on this day two years ago with Oklahoma City trailing visiting New Orleans by three points and the clock winding down. The young Thunder guard hit a contested 30-foot three-point shot to tie the game. So why is this a not so happy anniversary? Because with no timeouts left and 1.4 seconds on the clock, New Orleans guard Devontae Graham caught the inbounds pass, took one dribble, and sank a 61-foot bank shot to win the game. That's the longest game-winning shot in NBA history. Wow. Even though Gilgis Alexander lost that night, he's become a bona fide star in the league. He was first-team All-NBA last year. And <clears throat> Wilbon talks about him and Tyrese Halliburton to the point where you assume they rent rooms in all his houses. Yeah, Shea Gilgis Alexander could be the MVP. I mean, Anthony Edwards, to me, is a, a tick above, and his team has been in first place with the best record in the league tied with the Celtics, I believe. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and he's one of the reasons that the international team, if the NBA ever had the foresight to put that, you know, U.S. versus the rest of the world together for the All-Star Weekend, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is one of the reasons that the rest of the world could win that game. He's on the short list for MVP, Tony, really is. Happy trails to unemployment for George Hilo. Okay, you don't know who Hilo is. No. He's a former linebackers coach at Michigan in 2021 and 2022. Hilo and Jim Harbaugh parted ways when Harbaugh brought back Chris Partridge to coach the linebackers this year. Well, guess who just hired Hilo? Yep, Nick Saban in Alabama, who coincidentally <laughs> happened to be Michigan's opponent in the first round of the college football playoffs. Alabama doesn't have to steal Michigan's signals, they just bought them. And all kinds of information about Michigan's defense. Hilo's first coaching position ever was as an intern for Saban in 2012. Isn't it funny how things come around? Coaches have always had the transfer portal. They seem to be able to go wherever the hell they want. It was the kids who just now have a transfer portal. And everybody talks about how it shakes up the world. Coaches have been coming and going for money, contracts, better positioning all their lives. So good for the kids that they have with this coach going down to Tuscaloosa has had. It's a very smart hire by Nick Saban, is it, is. it not? It it's is. very smart. Yeah, because the guy has actual information that he can give to Saban. And Saban, armed with information, is a very dangerous coach. He's awfully good. Running out of show, we go to the big finish. The Cavaliers will lose Evan Mobley for six to eight weeks. And Darius Garland for a month, your thoughts? Yeah, the bottom of the East is really bad. I don't think Cleveland can drop that far, but they're like Nike now. I mean, they, they look like more like play in, play, uh, play in than playoff team at this point. Rangers starter, Max Scherzer, your boy, is going to be sidelined yeah. until midseason after undergoing back surgery. Your thoughts on the Warrior God? He's 39 now. He'd be 40 in midseason. It's beginning to sound like you're going to cue up the exit music, don't you think? Daryl Morey and the Sixers agreed on a contract extension through 2027-28. Does that make sense to you? Well, the Sixers have won a lot of games with Daryl Morey, a 653 winning percentage. But Doc Rivers won those games, too, when he got fired. So I'm happy for Daryl, who's my friend. Not as happy for Doc, who's my friend. 
James Harden and the Clippers beat the Warriors for their sixth straight win. You become a believer? James Harden, not your friend. No. I'm not a believer yet, but I'm not a disbeliever. Last one, will the Pistons or Spurs finally win tonight? And the Pistons are not winning in Philly, but the Lakers, again, LeBron, AD, D'Angelo Russell, all questionable. I think the Lakers will still win, but it could be tough. Overtime. How about that? time. Try and do better the next time. I got a Canada hat. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Left I'm Mike Lockbond. Have a great weekend, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast extensions. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.